You're listening to the White House and the Press podcast. The White House and the Press, two important and foundational American institutions that for much of American history have excluded anyone other than white men. I'm your host, Helen Gibson, and in this episode, we're going to look at just one half of that reality, the gender norms, expectations, and disparities that have existed in the White House and in the news media that in many ways excluded contribution and participation from women. Joining me today in the studio are two of my classmates in the Fleischecker Green Scholars in First Amendment Studies program at WKU, Emma Austin and Monica Cast. This semester, each scholar in the Fleischecker Green program is tasked with researching a specific topic that relates back to the White House and the press. Emma is researching first ladies and the families of presidents, while Monica is looking at the history of female reporters who have covered the White House. Here's part of our conversation. You two are both spending the semester researching really women in the White House. Um, Emma, you first ladies, and Monica, you reporters who've covered the White House. Um, So to begin, can you just tell us why you think this is an important topic to study? Okay. Um, Well, I kind of picked this topic because I am a woman and I want to be a political reporter. And I think it's really interesting to look at how the role of female political reporters has changed over time, you know, going back from when there was no women in the White House to now when we even have like a female press secretary. So just looking at how that's changed and how women have been allowed to take on more roles is really cool, I think. Um, Yeah, and so my project um, so far, I've been looking at how reporters um, have covered first ladies in the White House and um, sort of just looking at their role in general. And kind of like Monica said, um, looking at how their role or um, impact has kind of grown over time, but also looking at um, maybe how uh, reporters could cover them a little better or more equally. Um, And I think there's kind of an overlap with Monica's project. Um, As we see more female reporters coming into the field, um, their coverage of the first ladies has kind of changed as well. That's really interesting. So that kind of leads into one of my next questions for you, Emma, specifically. How has the role of um, first the first lady changed over time and specifically like the way they've been covered? Have you noticed a change in your research? Yeah. So for my first project, um, I kind of started like with Jackie Kennedy um, looking at because I think she was kind of one of the first first ladies who really had that um, became kind of like a cultural icon. Um you know people would look to her um as fashion icon um kind of just that was really what her role was um in the white house and um that kind of has i think changed well before her i'm not sure reporters really covered first ladies a lot um so she came into the limelight that way i guess um but uh let's see first ladies have um each one is very different. I'll just say that. Um, I kind of started like looking at Edith Wilson because um, we know when her uh, husband had a s- the stroke, she kind of like really took over um, and helping him so that he could stay and you know as president. Um, but really, she was the one doing all th- um, the work and um, 
And then we have Eleanor Roosevelt, who really took on a lot while she was in um, the White House with uh, FDR. Um, you know, she had all of her human rights activism. Um, you know, she was a diplomat, um, just really, uh, I guess, kind of solidifying um, that the First Lady does have a role besides just standing behind um, her husband while he's, you know, president. So it's kind of cool to see that um, change. You know, now we see First Ladies, they each kind of like announce um, what the focus of their um, policies or um, what they're going to focus on while they're in the White House. Um, we have M Michelle Obama trying to, um, you know, improve uh, health and, you know, of course, student lunches um, was a big thing of hers. And now um, Melania Trump has said she wants to um, raise bullying awareness. Um, and so I guess we'll see what she decides to do with that. She, I don't think she's done much yet, but it'll be interesting to see. So, um yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it seems like as, you know, the different waves of the feminist movement have happened, like mm -hmm. women have been becoming more involved. So would you say that's a fair yeah, assessment? Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, I think each first lady really has had an important role in the feminist movement. Um, even like Laura Bush, who, you know, feminism isn't the first thing people think of when um, they think of Laura Bush. But she really did kind of, um, I think, at least... Um, in her own way, sort of, she promoted <laughs> that movement, you know. Um, and of course, Hillary Clinton um, was the first, one of the first first ladies who really um, had a political agenda of her own and kind of brought that um, to the White House as well. So I think it's good to, um, well, yeah, my first project, I focused a lot on how reporters have just kind of um, covered first ladies like in their appearances um, and just had such a huge focus on that um, especially you know in comparison to covering the president so um, lost my train of thought <laughs> uh, I think that about sums it up though like okay yes, yes. I think that's a good answer <laughs> um, and I guess this question is for either of you guys do you think and you kind of mentioned this already Monica but um, do you think the way the press has covered First Ladies has changed over the years? Um, maybe especially as more female journalists have stepped into that role? Yeah, that's actually something that um, I talked to Dr. Lee about this week. Um, we were talking about how, you know, with the JFK, his affairs or infidelities weren't really covered at all. But that was also a time when there was only a handful, like maybe less than five female journalists in the press corps. And then with um, Bill Clinton, how dramatically that had changed. But it was also the, you know, the 90s. So there was a lot more women in the White House. And I think as more women have become reporters or as women have taken on a more prominent role in society, um, the way that we write about people in power has changed a little bit, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then but then I'm also reminded of um, stories about, you know, like Jackie Kennedy's wardrobe. And I remember when Michelle Obama was president, it was a lot about what her arms looked like or her dresses or um, even there's been stories about like Melania Trump wearing heels to the to Houston um, <laughs> after the hurricane happened there. So do you think there's room for improvement in the way that we cover first ladies or do you think like stories like those are always kind of bound to happen because oh, of yeah. our society? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely think that we still cover women way differently than we cover men and we focus more on their appearance than the things they're actually doing. Um, so I definitely think there's room for improvement and 
yeah, I don't think just because it's 2017, we've started treating women or covering women the same as we do men. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, believe it or not, some people might be surprised to learn, or maybe they just haven't considered that women weren't a part of the press corps until, I mean, somewhat semi-recently in a large part. Um, so can you talk about how that started to change? Like who were some of the trailblazers who first stepped in and started covering the White House? Of course I can. <laughs> um, yeah, so one of the first uh, reporters that I talked about was Lorena Hickok, and um, she was a journalist from Wisconsin, and she was really close with Eleanor Roosevelt. There's actually a lot of rumors about maybe their relationship was romantic in nature, or were they just really close friends, but um even though she was a journalist, she actually lived at the White House for a time with the Roosevelts. So she was really close with them, but she was actually the one who first um, kind of opened the door for female political reporters. So she was the one who suggested to Eleanor Roosevelt that she start holding um, female-only press conferences. Um, And before that, females were not allowed into the Oval Office to cover the president or to cover his decisions. So she was the one who kind of opened that up and allowed female journalists to um, come into the White House and to talk about politics. So I thought that was really cool. (laughs) Um, Another early journalist I talked about was Mae Craig. And she um, actually started, didn't start writing until a little bit later in her life after she married a journalist um, and she kind of started helping him with his columns. And she had a running column for something like 50 years, which is a crazy accomplishment, like no matter what your gender is, to have a column that's run daily and that is widely read for 50 years. Um, Yeah, so those were some of the early female journalists. Mm -hmm. And then (coughs) someone who maybe uh, a little more recently covered the White House is Helen Thomas. I find her to be really interesting. Can you tell us a little bit about who she was? Yeah. So I'm actually doing my project on her right now. Perfect timing. (laughs) I'm not as up to date on Mm -hmm. her, but Helen Thomas um, was a political journalist who covered, I believe it was 10 different presidents. So um, she started covering with JFK and then just kind of continued on from there. Um, And she was known for asking really hard hitting questions for sitting in the row, the front row, and not being afraid to ask um, tough questions. And I mean, she was a little bit controversial and inflammatory in her writing, but she was also kind of a trailblazer in that she was a female political reporter who um, was working again for such a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a question kind of for either of you, but as women who are interested in politics and interested in journalism, what do you think, or maybe a better way to put it is, what do you hope the future will hold for increased um, involvement and participation from women in the national conversation, I guess? Um, well, when you ask that question, this little story comes to mind. So when we went to Washington, D.C., um, that weekend, Melania Trump had just donated her dress to um, the First Lady's exhibit at the National History Smithsonian Museum. Um, and so I saw that as an opportunity to cover a little news story for our um, blog. And um, I mean, as I was doing it, I was kind of just like in the back of my mind, like this just feels weird because I literally just wrote about how um, reporters always focus on females, um, their fashion or how they look. And here I am writing about Melania's dress that she just donated to the museum. So that was weird. And I think that just goes to show like, it's not like, I mean, 
it's just kind of like precedent. Like that's everyone sees um, women's fashion as something worth being covered, um, which I mean, it has a place, you know, obviously, but I think it just maybe spreads its reach a little too far. Um, we have first ladies who are, like really do some amazing things while their um, husbands are presidents. But, um, you know, we just focus on is Michelle Obama, you know, is she wearing um, sleeveless dress? How dare she? <laughs> or Hillary Clinton, why is she wearing that headband? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I just, like Monica said, there's room for improvement, of course. Um, and, I mean, here I am, like, recognizing that there's room for improvement, but I still kind of fell into the trap um, of, you know, covering Melania Trump and focusing on her dress so Mm -hmm. yeah I think kind of in the realm of female reporters I think we have seen crazy amounts of improvement um you know going from when female reporters weren't even allowed into the White House to I mean like I mentioned before now Sarah Huckabee Sanders is um the press secretary and she's not even the first female press secretary so I think we have seen a lot of improvement but at the same time there is still a lot of room for growth in seeing um, political journalists who are females um, being treated as equals as male. You know, even last year um, when Donald Trump was on the campaign trail, there is a reporter and he called her out from one of his rallies and called her little Katie. Um, And so we are still seeing women being treated as different than men or being called out for their looks still. And so there is still room for improvement. But I am optimistic because we have seen so much growth in recent years. And Yeah, I'm hopeful for the future. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so kind of a more fun question. Um, Emma, if you could interview any first lady, who would it be and why? And Monica, if you could interview any female reporter, who would it be and why? So I don't know who wants to go first, but. I have my answer if you don't have yours. Okay, you go ahead. Okay, so mine would be Maggie Haberman. (laughs) Um, She's a reporter at the New York Times currently, and she does a lot with politics. Um, She's in the White House press corps right now, and I just think she's great, and she's not afraid to go after a story, and I would love to talk to her. So Maggie Haberman, (laughs) if you by some chance happen to be listening to this podcast, you can find me on Twitter. (laughs) What's your handle? Monica underscore cast. (laughs) Maybe something will happen. Let's hope. (laughs) Okay. Um, I would have to say Eleanor Roosevelt. Um, I mean, she was, you know, the longest serving first lady, so she had time to do a lot of cool things, but, um, I just really admire her for how she, um, took the role, um, didn't really you know, uh, get stuck in what first ladies had done before her. Um, she kind of knew what she wanted to do with that role. Um, you know, political activism, um, even kind of sometimes straying away from FDR, but also, um, being there and helping him, um, with all his policy changes. So, um, yeah, I just really admire her. Um, she has lots of good quotes, too, and I'm a sucker for a good quote. <laughs> so, yeah, I think one of, I love Eleanor Roosevelt as well, too, I think, as most people do. And mm-hmm. I think one of the cool things we saw in D.C. was at the FDR Memorial. She actually has a statue and behind her, there's a plaque that says first delegate for the United Nations. And we thought that was really cool that it wasn't like. Um, Eleanor Roosevelt first lady or didn't have anything excuse me it didn't have anything to do with her husband it was kind of more about what she had done as an activist or what she had done in her work and that was really cool yes definitely um 
Has there been anything this semester that you've learned that has surprised you or stuck with you so far in your research or kind of made an impact to you? Um, I think it's just been really cool for me to look back, I guess, to the very beginning of um, female political journalists because I guess I didn't realize how recent it was that they weren't in the White House, like at all, um, like it was with FDR. And it's just crazy to me that as recent as that, women weren't even allowed in the White House to cover it, and they were often assigned to kind of more the society beats. Um, and I guess just seeing how far that has progressed in such a short amount of time has been really cool, but also makes you want to keep working for the future. Yeah, I think something cool um, I've noticed during my research is just, uh, well, like I said, each first lady is very different. Um, and even the ones that you don't really think about having had much of an impact really did um, some interesting things during their time in the White House. Um, like I said, Edith Wilson, um, many years ago, bef you know, before feminist movement, but she still um, really, I mean, the White House wouldn't have, wouldn't have been able to continue after her husband's stroke if she hadn't been there to step in. Um, and... Um, yeah, it's just cool to see um, each study, each uh, first lady as an individual um, instead of kind of lumping them all together in one role. Yeah, and I think this is my last question, um, but just to end, um, what do you wish more people knew about women in the White House? Good question. <laughs> I think there's probably a lot that could be said because there's still a lot of issues um, with treating women as equals to men or treating women as equals as just human beings in general. And so I just think that people should not underestimate someone because of their gender or because of anything else and that women should have all the same opportunities as men to be able to do what is that they want, especially, I guess, for me since I've been writing about this, but in their careers. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just going to say I hold out hope for the day that um, a student can study uh, all the female presidents instead of the female first ladies. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Great answer. Um, well, again, I think that's all the questions I have, unless there's anything else you'd like to add. But um, I don't think so. Thanks, thanks for, for being here. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Helen. This has been a fun conversation. <laughs>